Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Ademo. Our social justice matters going on. We thank you because you have been enthroned as Lord, and where you have been enthroned as Lord, we know that there is justice. King of glory, we are trusting you that you will reign over these nations. We are trusting you that you will reign Lord over these nations. And you alone will be Lord over these nations. We give you the glory and praise. We trust you that everywhere that oppression of humanity is being celebrated, as from today it ceases in our world. We turn it around in the name of Jesus. And we say, Lord, even those who have wicked hearts, you will give them a change of heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen and amen. Let's put our winning hands together for Jesus. Today, we are concluding part four of the series we started last week about the life of miracles, signs, and wonders. It's a life of glory you and I have been called to, not a life of shame and defeat. It's a life of glory. Our lives are a picture of him. The word of God makes us to understand, according to the book of Isaiah 8.18, he said, I and the children the Lord had given unto me are for signs and wonders. I want you to say it loud. I am a sign. I am a wonder. I am a sign to my world. I'm a wonder to my world. I am designed. I am destined to be a wonder to my world. I am a miracle going somewhere to happen. And I will happen whether the devil likes it or not. If you believe that, say yes. Last week, we said it loud and clear that if there is a description that should be given to children of God in these last days is that they should be called MSW, Miracle Signs and Wonders. This is what characterizes their lives. Their lives full of miracles. Their lives should be a sign and should be a wonder to the watching world. That is the description. That's the upper level we should be given. That we are MSWs. Miracles, signs, and wonder. Say it one more time. I'm a wonder to my world. Men should look at you and know what steps to, real, to take to realize their positions in God. When people look at you, your life should be an epistle to be read of men, pointing them to the direction of life, the way they should go. Say it one more time. I'm a miracle going somewhere to happen. I am a sign. I am a wonder to my world. If you believe that, once again, say yes. The word of God says in Acts 10, 38, that how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, that he went about doing good, healing all them that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. The word of God, the same word of God says in 1 John 4, 17, as he is, as Jesus is, so are we, where? In this world. In this world. So if Jesus Christ's life was described 
by wonders, by miracles, by signs, then our lives also as Christians, that is Christ-like people, our lives should be described as miracles, signs, and wonders. As he is, so are we in this world. Praise God. Praise God. Then we started mentioning the things. Why are we not, not now seeing miracles, signs, and wonders the way we ought to see it in our lives? Why are we not seeing it in our days the way we ought to see miracles, the way we ought to see signs and wonders? And we started making the list in parts one to three. Part three, I just finished in the first service. How was the first service? Those of you who were around. Ooh, ooh, praise God. Praise God. Now, now look at it. Look at what's happening. Number one, reasons why we don't see. We have not been challenging ourselves to do more. That's the first reason. There is no challenge in our world. We are not challenging ourselves to pray more, to fast more. We are not doing more of spiritual activities. We are not pressing in. If you don't press, you will be oppressed. We got to press in. Paul said, one thing I do, I press towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We need to press in for more. Praise God. We need to press in for more of the power. He said, as he himself, the Bible says in Romans 1.4, he himself declared to be the son of God with power. If we do not press in, we will not see the power of God the way we ought to see it in our days. You can't sit on your lap. You can't just sit down. You can't just relax. You can't just be laid back and you are expecting the power of God to flow. No, you got to do more. Everybody said do more. The Bible says in Romans 8, 19, the whole world is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Number two, the second reason, we lack strong appetite for spiritual things. We lack strong appetite for the things of God. If you check the appetite level of Christians today, you don't have appetite for spiritual things. Anything church is churchy, you do. You are not even interested. I've never seen a generation so anti-God and in God. I've never. In those days, it's a, it's a proudful thing to be a Christian. These are the days people hide their Bible. They don't even need to hide it anymore. The Bible is on the phone. So they say, do you have a Bible there? Ah, oh, I've got the phone. Don't want to associate with Christian. You greet people in church on Sunday. If you walk in the same place on Monday, because that was Sunday, appetite for spiritual things. Some set of people, because they read in the word of God, that, wait a minute, God has promised wonders in the heaven on the earth, and they pressed in for wonders. In Joel chapter 2, verses 28 to 30, 33, they were pressing in. They saw the promise of God that there would be wonders on the earth. And in Acts chapter 4, verses 20, 26, we can begin from 26 to 33 again, you will see the wonders, how people pressed in. They were told that they should not preach the gospel again. In Acts 4, 16, they had already done wonders that the world, in fact, the people persecuting them said, that, look, they, we have seen, they, they have done such a notable miracle and we cannot deny it. How can we stop this kind of people who are unstoppable? How can we stop them? 
Anyway, they beat them. They say, shut up. Don't ever preach this gospel again. They said, no, behold, they are threatening us, oh God. Their appetite was too strong to give up. They went to the place of prayer. They prayed to the point that the place where they were praying was shaking. Appetite, strong appetite for spiritual things. How strong are you? How, how far have you gone? How's your appetite for the things of God? Are you interested in the things of God or they force you to church every time? Is it what you are glad to do? Is it what you are glad to do to pray to see people escape from the glints of death? But do you know it's, it's price to be paid? Appetite. I was sharing about my son in the first service, Emmanuel, of how he was, he was diagnosed with a very strange disease in his brain. Some years ago, about four years ago, when he was in high school, I saw his father when his father flew in to come and check his son. He was just to leave that his only son might not leave. The doctors were confused. They didn't know what was going on in his life. But thank God we serve a God of miracles. Thank God we serve a God that we can call on and he will answer. Praise God. Even after they finished his fifth operation, fifth operation, I'm telling you, ask anybody who is in the medical line. You do three surgeries in your brain, you're already a vegetable. Don't think of living. The boy bounces around like as if nothing happened to him. That's what the power of God can do. I saw those children in high school that year. Even in their valedictory service, it was all about the encounter they had with their God. Some of them didn't know God. Some of them, a revival broke out in that school. Just if the fellowship is still running till today because of what happened to him. See, all of them gathered and every night they will be praying. This, this 17 year old, they will be praying every night. This boy must not die. The doctors were not giving them any hope. How would you feel if the doctor is going to surgery? You say, well, we are just going to try. And every time they were going, we are just going to try. We are just going to try. But he came back alive. What the doctors have concluded is an unfortunate, is a foregone conclusion, but not the God you serve. Night and day, as prayers went on continually, the power of God went into operation. But these are days when people pray five minutes, nothing happened. A la vista. Appetite, strong appetite. Not giving up on your knees until you see him. Show up for you. I see God give you a miracle this week. I see God give you a miracle this week. I'm trusting God for you. That God will carry you on his shoulders. And he will give you a miracle. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number three. The reasons why we don't have... Miracles to the degree we ought to have it, signs and wonders, is because we lack prayer and fasting. We lack prayer and fasting. If any church, and thank God this church, you know we do fast here. Yeah. In fact, we fast, you know. Praise God. Don't be deceived by the size of the pastor. We fast. Amen? We fast. Because Jesus warned us, he said, some of these things don't go except by fasting and prayer. 
the kind of miracles we see in this church, it can't happen if you are not fasting. Is it the man that stood up from the wheelchair? Is that the one you want to talk about? Cancer disappearing? Or God giving people brand new kidneys? It can't happen. These things don't go except by fasting. But do you know what? We still need to do more. I'm not satisfied. I want to see, I want to see what my generation has never seen in terms of miracles, in terms of signs and wonders. What have we seen? There are people with amputated legs. We've heard that they have grown out before. Let them grow in our days. We are tired of reading them. Let us see it face to face. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Say what is happening now. Mental illness all over North America now. Mental illness, mental illness. We need the power of God. Otherwise, it will become a pandemic. Worse than COVID-19. When you are not sure of everybody by your side. Even the one driving that is facing you, you are not sure. We need the power of God, ladies and gentlemen. We need the power of God. Praise God. Can I hear an amen from you? Okay. Signs and wonders. Glory be to God. It's our challenge in these last days, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why I want you to take this topic with a more earnest seriousness. That signs and wonders is not just for pastors. Signs and wonders is not just for ministers. Signs and wonders are not just for those who are very spiritual, as you will call it. Signs and wonders is for every one of them. The Bible says, these signs will follow them that believe. Did he say it will follow pastors? Did he say it will follow bishops? Did he, did he say it will follow arch apostles? No, it's going to follow them that believe. There's no title in this thing. Everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord, signs and wonders should be following you. Miracles should be following you. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Ask your neighbor, are you an MSW? I didn't say PSW, I said MSW. Are you MSW? Are you a miracle? Are you a sign? Are you a wonder? Are you one that is programmed to daze your world? I believe with all my heart, ladies and gentlemen, that in these last days, the church should revisit, go back to God for a renewal in signs and wonders. Because it's the key of our last day's ministration. It's the key to the supernatural. It is the key to the skeptics coming to the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. If we don't press in for the miracle signs and wonders, guess what? The opposition will take in lying wonders and will continue to confuse this generation so that in the day of their visitation, they will not accept Jesus. That's why we must, because we are the original owners of miracle signs and wonders. That is why we must be custodians, proper custodians, and take up our responsibilities in making sure that miracle signs and wonders operate in our lives, not once in a while, 
but on consistent basis. I speak to you today by the spirit of the living God that we are in the last days and a wave of the spirit is coming into the body of Christ. A new wave of incredible miracles, signs and wonders that will make all the miracle signs and wonders that we have tasted, seen, experienced before look like a child's play. We are in that moment. In Acts chapter 3, we see Peter saying to the man at the beautiful gate, he said, silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have, I give unto thee. What was Peter saying here? Peter wasn't really saying, I don't have money. But he was saying, this race is not the race of money. This destiny is not the destiny about money. Because if it's money, trust me, unbelievers can have loads of them. But he said, this race is on such as I have. Such as I have. Unbelievers don't have it. They don't have what it takes to have it. This is what I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, do the impossible. Do what you have not done before. Rise up and walk. We have to come with that audacity and that level of authority to command our world. Are you listening to me? Miracle signs and wonders is not for boys. Is such as I have. Excuse me, do you have it? I said, do you have it? You have it. Even the way you are looking at me, that you are replying me as if you have it, I would doubt you. I said, do you have it? You have it. You have it. We have said the reasons why it's not working before. Appetite is wrong. We are not challenging ourselves. That's why it doesn't look like we have it. Fasting and prayer, you are missing. And that's why in the month of November, I'm launching something. It's called Pray with Pastor. If you are somebody, you don't like praying, or you are lazy in praying, or this, I will pray with you. I want to carry you on the faith of my shoulders too. You will get there. No one will be left behind. Are you listening to what I'm saying? The power to generate, the power you need to generate. Because if you leave it to some Christians, your Christianity cannot convert a fly. You can't convert a fly. The power you are generating, you can't convert a fly. Not to talk of converting whole human beings. He declared to be the son of God with chocolates, with sweets. Romans 1.4, he declared to be the son of God with power. You must carry this thing. It's on the inside of you, but it needs to be activated. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Tell yourself I'm a miracle going somewhere to happen. I'm a sign. I'm a wonder to my world. That is my destiny. If you believe it, say yes. Yes. Unbelievers don't have it. You have it. And it's time to activate it. If there is breakthrough in signs and wonders, gospel would change her. And the world has been waiting. Look at Simeon, the sorcerer. 
the one who had all the money in Samaria. He brought money to the disciples. He brought money to them. Why did he bring money to them? He brought money to them because he saw Peter lay hands on people and wonders happened. They said, ah, this thing is good. You know, it's one of those people who say he's born again but not fully born again. They had followed mixed multitude. They said, ah, this thing is good. The thing attracted money. He went to bring money to them. Just a, it's just a gift. It's just a gift. No, it's not just a gift. He said, please, give me this thing you have. That means it was attractive enough to even bring the unbeliever to want it. But why are believers not wanting it? Why are believers always arguing it? When those who are without, they want it. In these last days, it's one of the things we need like never before. A revolution in signs and wonders. Praise God. Praise God. Your neighbor is sick, has cancer. Bring him to church. Really? What for? Church is in you. You are the church. Who did the Bible say should lay hands? Anyone that, uh, really? He said the signs will follow you. Yes. But I lay hands. He is not healed. Lay hands again. Nothing happened. Incorporate fasting. The fasting he did fast that time. Uh, some such things don't go except by what? Prayer fast. Signs and wonders is good. The other day, about two years ago, I went to my lawyer's office. I just wanted to, I think I was closing something. I can't remember. I got to my lawyer's office. I said, how? We are greeting, we are greeting. He said, uh, Pastor, thank God you are here. He said, this person had just been involved in a terrible accident. I mean, he's recovering from hospital and blah, blah, blah. The person still has some brain issues, this and that. He said, Pastor Leas. I said, ah, today I'm not pastor. I came to sign documents for that. He said, no. He said, in the nutshell, I laid hands on the young lady. Praise God. Do you know, a week later, she was looking for me all over. What happened? The doctors themselves could not explain what happened. Everything that was wrong became right. What's that? Miracle, sign, and what? Ask your neighbor, are you an MSW? Ask, PSW is not even permitted to give you injection. MSW is master of what? Miracle, signs. I see this world is about to receive a major change. Because the ones the world is waiting for, they're about to show up. I said you are about to show up. I pray for outstanding miracles in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. The challenge of the last day's church is miracle signs and wonders. Why would they be challenged in this area? Number one, there's increase in circularism. Things are becoming more circular. 
Number two, there's increase in science. Lots of discoveries that make people want to, you know, too much of knowledge. Knowledge pops up when there's too much increase in science. Increase in scarcity, number three, things are scarce. Increase in scarcity. Number four, increase in sorcery. Increase in sorcery. People have mortality. <laughs> increase in sorcery. Some, some people are sick. The sickness is not medication that will take it out. It's sorcery. The sickness is because of witchcraft. So if you don't have signs and wonders, if you don't have miracle signs and wonders, how will you get rid of that issue? How will you break the chain? How will you break the devil of that situation? Praise God. In John chapter 4, Jesus had gone to Cana. That's where he turned water into wine. Canaan of Galilee. And the nobleman from Capernaum, after that experience, came to him. He said his son has a challenge. He came to him for him to heal his son. By the time he got to verse 48, John 4, 4, John 4, 28, no, sorry, John 4, 48, something happened there. Jesus made a profound statement. He said, except ye see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The creator of the universe said, look, human beings, they need signs and wonders. That's why he came with signs and wonders. He created us. He knows us. If we do not have signs and wonders, they will not believe. They will not. Jesus himself said that. But you see, this is the problem with the church. The church wants them to believe without signs and wonders. We want to force them to believe. If they don't believe, uh, uh, it's their problem. No, you've got to make it available for them. It's with proofs. Signs and wonders following. The church is expecting the world to believe without signs and wonders. No. The Bible says, how would they believe in the book of Romans without a sign? How would they believe without a preacher? He said, in my name, they will cast out devils. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. First Corinthians 4.20 says, the kingdom of God is not in talking. It's in living by God's power. Too much talk. The Greek says this. Hebrew says this. Talk, talk, talk. All those things are good. I'm a Bible teacher myself. But talk, talk, talk without signs and wonders following is nothing. And I want you to resign from that kind of Christianity, that you have no proofs following your life. He himself declared to be the son of God in power. Praise God. He said because of his awesomeness of his power, all his enemies submit themselves to him. Why God is still remaining God is because of the awesomeness of his power. Glory be to God. Is somebody been blessed this morning? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, I see wonders follow you. 
I see signs follow you. These signs shall follow them that believe. They will follow you. Signs will follow you. Misery will not follow you. Defeat will not follow you. Signs and wonders will follow you. Signs with proofs, infallible proofs that you serve a true and living God. Receive that grace now in the name of Jesus. Look at Gideon's experience. Gideon challenges. An angel, the Lord visited Gideon and said, God is with you. He said, if God be with us, then where are the miracles? If God be with us, where are the miracles our fathers used to talk about? Where are the miracles? If the Lord is with us, that's the sign. There will be miracles. Our fathers told us of it. Why is it not happening in our times? I pray for you today. Listen, by the power of God's spirit, any miracle which is recorded in the Bible, if you need of that miracle, may God give it to you today. In this month of miracles, signs, and wonders, may you participate in the miracles that you have desired of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that this word, listen to me, this word, 1 Corinthians 10, it says it's written for our example. It's written for our example. It's not written so that you can just have a point of reference. It's written for your, for your own example. Let me tell you something about examples. Thank you, Father. An example is something written in order to be repeated. It's written in order to be repeated. Listen to me. By the power of God's spirit, this awesome, awesome morning, I speak over your life. I pray for you again. By the power of, your, by the power of his spirit, that every miracle recorded in this Bible that you desire, that you desire to manifest in your life, receive it in the name of Jesus. I say receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I pray for the miracle to repeat itself in the area of childbirth. After the order of Sarah, who had passed the age of childbearing, everyone under the sound of my voice, even in the nation of the world, who have passed the age of childbearing, receive that miracle now in the name of Jesus. Elizabeth was of old age, did not receive any IVF, did not receive any clinical assistance, but only heavenly assistance. May everyone looking for a child under the sound of my voice receive that heavenly assistance, receive your child in the name of Jesus. The other day I was a bit embarrassed. Somebody was running after me in Toronto. I said, ah, I hope I didn't offend anybody here. When he stopped me eventually, he said, sir, you don't remember me? I said, I'm so sorry. He said, we were the ones who came to you the other time. He said, you came to our church to preach. He said, for 24 years, myself and my wife had been married. There was no child, but you prayed for us. He said, this is the miracle. They were carrying the baby, the baby to us. I said, this is the miracle. I said, glory be to God. But do you know one thing? It is not for pastors. I discredit it. It is for you 
it is for me. It is everyone that believes. And all the glory will be returned back to God. I say through you, miracles will be done. Signs and wonders will be done. Impossible situations will be turned around. Because you carry the power. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody is hearing me online. I pray for the healing that you need in your body. I pray for that miracle that that man for 38 years was waiting for. That every year he said he had no assistance. But all the same, the Lord healed him. I pray for the long-awaited miracles in your life. The long-delayed miracles. The ones you have almost forgotten that you even need this miracle. I command by the power of God's spirit. Because it was written for your example. I speak over your life. I speak over your destiny. As many hearing me under the sound of my voice. Receive your long-awaited miracle in the name of Jesus. Every miracle of your life that has been delayed, that has been denied, I say today, turn around for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to God. There is nothing wrong, ladies and gentlemen, in believing God for a miracle. There is absolutely nothing wrong. Praise God. There was someone in the scriptures. <laughs> His miracle did not come on time. And he started doubting. May God remove every doubt in your heart. Yeah. I, I don't know whether I have time. Praise God. There was this man. He's called John the Baptist. He started doubting. That's why I don't blame anybody doubting sometimes. The Bible says the heart that defareth make the heart to be sick. But today, my prayer for you is that God will carry you on his shoulders. Yeah. Like he carried that man of 38 years. He didn't have any faith. When Jesus asked him, he said, do you want to be healed? He said, do you have time? Let me tell you the story of my life. You know, there are some people like that. They are more interested in the story of their circumstance than the solution of their circumstance. Praise God. They will feel you don't understand them. You haven't been through where they have been through. You haven't stayed where they have stayed. Pastor, you don't understand. I tell people I don't need to understand. It is him that needs to understand. By the time I understand you, when I tell you I understand you, I have misunderstood you. So let him, the one that understands, let him take care of that part. Are you listening to me? Oh, glory be to God. His faith started breaking. I'm telling you about John the Baptist. This was the man, let me show you his credibility. He was the man who looked at Jesus and said, this is the Lamb of God that came to take away the sins of the whole world. John chapter 1 verse 29. This is him who said it. 
He was the one who pointed to him. He said, this is the Lamb of God. He was Jesus' cousin. He was the one God intentionally sent to be the voice of him who cried in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. You remember that? Isaiah 40 verse 3. God, you know I told you once, that is the greatest of all human beings. Because there's nothing as clear as his destiny. His destiny was written in the volume of the book. This, if a man who God took time to put him down, he will come in the spirit of Elijah to write concerning him specifically. If a man like that can doubt, then what has been written concerning him? <laughs> if a man with specification like that can doubt, God will help our own belief. Praise God. This man is the one who told us that this one is eternal. Me, I'm earthly. The one that told us that no man on earth has ever seen God. He said, not this one. This one is from the very bosom of the Father. Who recognized all these things, if not for John? Even Jesus wrote on the credibility of John the Baptist's ministry. He introduced the Messiah. Praise the Lord. What didn't John, what didn't John not say about Jesus? In fact, when Jesus was coming to John the Baptist, John the Baptist said, Jesus, no, 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 no. You are the one supposed to be baptizing me. Say, this one cannot happen. <laughs> he said, no, so far it will be so for now. To fulfill all righteousness. Praise God. But John the Baptist in Matthew 11, 1, let me begin to wrap, wrap it up now. Actually, I have more time. I just wanted to close in record time. Yeah, we started 11, isn't it? Ah, I still have to 11.45. Praise God. Critics, look at your wristwatch again. Praise God. Matthew 11, 1, you know, this person came with a strange dance. Came with a strange dance. He danced before the king. Only God knows the kind of dance he danced that day. That will make a man want to kill a prophet. Dancing can be dangerous, though. <laughs> Praise God. It's only God that knows that kind of dance. If it was in heaven, I would have said, those are one of the questions I have. Praise God. But you know that he's not there. Amen? Glory be to God. His understanding of the Messiah at this time is that he was coming to free them away from the oppression of the Romans. The Messiah was coming to deliver them. Please pay attention to this. That was his belief that he was coming to deliver them. Now, here was John the Baptist. He was in prison. He knew that the Messiah is in town. Listen to me. Do you know there are some things you would do because you know 
somebody bigger than the situation is around. Maybe because, maybe because he knew the Messiah was around, that's why he went to speak to Herod that way. And said, look, your kingdom is taken. We have some divine secrets you don't know. Do you understand? So, maybe, he went. Don't pretend as if you don't know. When you are younger, when your big brother is around, even ladies, talk to me. When your big brother is around, that guy that you used to, you used to dodge away from, now that your bigger brother is around, you know he dare not move near you. You now say as if you are in town. Praise God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. He thought the Messiah was coming to free him from prison. But that didn't happen. <laughs> Glory be to God. So in short, he was waiting for Jesus to show up and deliver them. He didn't do that. For he knew his case, in his case, death was imminent. That if something is not done on time, this is how he's going to pass on. Now the Messiah was still preaching and teaching in synagogues and so on and so forth. <laughs> Praise God. I want you to note something. It is when you are in trouble... You see that life is going on well with every other person. Yeah. He was in prison. Jesus was still preaching and teaching. And miracle signs and wonders were following Jesus. Praise God. <laughs> that wasn't good news for him. Praise God. Somebody else's ministry was growing, expanding. His own is stuck in the prison. It is when you are sick, you see everybody is working. It is when you are broke, others are enjoying. It is when you have no child that you see other people dedicating their children, left, right, and center. It is when you have no marriage that people, or you don't have any marriage, people are inviting you to their weddings. And sometimes they accidentally forget your invitation card. You have no money to pay for your rent. Others are buying houses. That is what normally happens in life. When you are in trouble, that's when other things around you are amplified. Just to provoke you. To make you doubt. To make you feel inferior. He's in prison and Jesus was preaching. In verse 2 of Matthew 11... The thing John heard about him was not the preaching and teaching. He was hearing, according to verse 2, he was hearing about the works that he did. Acts 2.22 confirms it. He's approved of God. The man Jesus is approved of God. He's approved of God with many signs and wonders. Signs and wonders were the living proof that he's of God. Ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you. When you step into miracles, signs, and wonders, you are accrediting your call of God. You are validating your authenticity as a child of God. Miracles, signs, and wonders. That's how you approve. That's God's approval. Praise God. The wonders and signs was what proved that he was the Messiah. 
The difference between John and Jesus, their doctrine and even their teachings, their style of teaching was based on repentance. You know, Jesus too will say, repent, for the kingdom of God is what? It's at hand. The baptism of John was baptism unto what? Repentance. They had similar things they were preaching. But the difference was what? Miracle signs and wonders. Even John himself, let me shock you with this as I bring this to a close. Even John himself, the Bible says in John 10, 41, John the Baptist did no miracles. It was written. No miracles were done by him. But not of Jesus. Praise the Lord. John now sent a message, a disturbing one. Are you the one that we are waiting for or we should wait for another? Ah, uh-uh, John. Why would you send a message like that? You are the one who introduced us to Christ. You are the one who helped us to know that he's the one begotten of the Father. You pointed him out. You are the one who said, behold, the Lamb of God. You are the one who said, this is the one greater than I. You are the one who said, no one has seen the Father, but this one, he has seen the Father. Ladies and gentlemen, never blame anyone. Believe in God for a miracle, and the miracle is not yet coming. Because... He begins to doubt. Pastors are the most guilty ones in this space. They say, believe God. You should believe God. You should believe God. Listen to me. Instead of rebuking anybody that they don't have faith, carry them on your own faith. Carry them on their own faith, on your own faith. Carry them on your shoulders of faith and let them receive their miracle. I am believing God with you that for every miracle you want from God and it's not yet coming forth, may the Lord God of heavens carry you on his shoulder and give you your miracle. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that there is nothing wrong with you. What did I say? If you are hungry and there is no food because you are hungry, at the end of the day, what do you need? Food. Is there anything wrong with you for being hungry because you didn't see food? Is there anything? Please help me tell your neighbor. Nothing is wrong with you. Somebody who doesn't drink water when he's thirsty, he doesn't drink water. What will eventually happen to the person who doesn't drink water? He'll be thirsty. Isn't it so? So what does the thirsty person need to do? Drink water. Tell your neighbor again, there's nothing wrong with you. Thank you, Father. I I want to bring this to a conclusion, but it's difficult. I'll blow time. Let me escape. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. How many people need a miracle today? Thank you, Jesus. I will not doubt you, God. It's true that hope that defies makes the heart sick. But I just want you to believe God from the depth of your heart. There are one or two people with a financial issue right now. You are 
are wondering how God is going to bring you out of this financial mess. You need a miracle. God will give you a miracle. Thank you, Jesus. He will give you a miracle. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. I know there's somebody watching online as well. You just got a bad news from the doctor. The news is not a palatable one. It's as if all hope is lost. The spirit of the Lord is just telling me now that all hope is not lost. I am your hope. And I am not lost in this situation. I will step in, say the Lord of hosts. I will turn it around. In the next 48 hours, you will receive good news. Seeth the Lord of hosts in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for that miracle. Thank you, Lord. Now, everybody in the house of our Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.